Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Jewish Health Podcast. This episode is now available on YouTube and Spotify. So if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the channel. And if you're watching, if you're listening to on the podcast, I don't know if you can subscribe, but leave a review and that'll really, really help me grow this podcast and get more listeners. So this episode is kind of concluding the Passover themed episodes the last two episodes have been one how to reduce binge eating over passover two is how to stay on track over passover and this one is well if you kind of struggle to stay on track here is what you to do afterwards so what you want to do afterwards if it's not being that if you've if you've over consumed which is completely normal i think everyone consumes more food over passover that's completely normal and there's various reasons why it's because you're having different foods, what you normally have, you're out of routine. You're probably not having as much protein, which is going to fill you up. You, know, you may not be having as many vegetables to fill you up. And because it's a different environment and different, like you've got family events and stuff, um, you're going to have more food. And that's there's nothing wrong with that. But if you have gone off track and you and you feel like, oh, I'm so far away, this is what I want to do. I'm going to talk about things that you shouldn't do at the beginning. And then a few things that you could actually plan towards, towards the summer, or actually just towards more of a, a lifestyle approach, because you shouldn't feel that you had to feel. The truth is, if you felt a Passover was really tough for you, nutritionally wise, it probably means what you're doing outside, outside Passover beforehand, maybe a bit too restrictive. You should be able to have that nice piece of chocolate bar, that nice piece of chocolate um, here and then. Like you should, that should be incorporated into your lifestyle. Now, if you haven't been able to do that, this is something to work on for yourself. So next Passover, you can actually enjoy it and don't feel like you've gone off track because actually you're still making progress while still having that yummy piece of food. So. Before I say what I want you to do afterwards, let's make things clear of what I don't want you to do afterwards. After Pesach, I don't want you to do any crazy diet. If you've been following a diet beforehand, this is an opportunity for you to cut away from this diet because you labeling yourself to a diet is restricting foods. It's saying that what you've been doing in the last few days is wrong, but actually you've just been eating food. If you want to be cutting weight, a crazy diet isn't the way forward. Yes, you'll lose weight very, very quickly because you're cutting out foods, um, you're being restrictive. But as soon as you eat those foods, the weight's just all going to go back on. You want to find a sustainable way that you can enjoy life and still be challenging and still make sure it's challenging for yourself and lose that pound if you want to lose it pounds. By doing a crazy diet, it's just not the way forward. And that's just the truth. And unfortunately, there's so much good marketing out there that it, you fall for it because people have fell for it. But then you see that it's, just, it's only a short term thing. So find something that's sustainable for you. And of course, I'm an online coach. This is my job. My job is to find sustainable approaches for you. Or if you wanted to be a bit more restrictive and a bit more challenging, you've got a short term deadline. What's so important is I don't mind you going challenging and being a bit more restrictive and you want to, you want to lose a bit more weight than actually being sustainable. But what's vitally important is what you do afterwards. If you need to lose a bit of weight for this event, for example, fine. If that makes you happy, let's do it. But what you do afterwards is vital because if you just, after you've got to that weight goal and you've had that event and you've hit your goal, what you do afterwards is vital. You can't just 
completely stop because you're just going to put the weight on. You need to learn. You need to learn how to maintain this lifestyle, maintain new routines, and actually putting on a certain few pounds without feeling guilty. And it's a process. But if you have a long-term goal, I would say just uh, not scrap the diet. Yeah, take away that diet because you don't need it. Another thing you don't want to do is any intense extra workouts. If you're working out two, three times a week and you can stay consistent with it, do two, three times a week and stay consistent with it. You don't need to do any more. You don't need to do five, six for two weeks because what will happen is you'll burn out and then you'll go back to two, three times a week and you feel like you'll feel bad because you're doing five, six times a week and you won't feel like you're making that progress. But you've got to do something which you can stay consistent with. So don't do loads of workouts if you can't stay consistent with it because it's just going to lead to negative thinking. It's like, oh, I can't do that. I can't stay on track. I feel like a failure. And that's just going to go into cycles and circles and circles and circles and circles. Because what will happen is you restrict eating, you restrict eating. So you'll cut out your calories and you'll do more cardio, more exercising. Great. For a week, you've made progress. You've lost a pound. You're feeling amazing. You've got all that dopamine hit. And you're like, you get your body's like, look, this is cool. This is exciting. Within two, three weeks, your body's like, I need more energy. On Friday night dinner and over the weekend, you're going to absolutely hammer food because you're starving. The body's like, I need more fuel to live. And once you've had that extra bit of food, you feel guilty. You go again, you eat again, and you go in that cycle. And then you think, okay, I'll go back on track on Monday. I'm going to start again. And you start that whole cycle again. That's where you shouldn't do crazy diets. And that's when you shouldn't do crazy workouts again and again and again. This is why I feel a sustainable plan that you can stay consistent with. This doesn't happen. And I, that's why I used to go through that circles. And I so appreciate now that I'm not in that circle. And um, I can actually enjoy my food. I can enjoy my fitness without feeling like I'm punishing myself for actually living. <laughs> so that's something to really think about. And a lot of people currently, a lot of people listening to this right now will feel the exact same thing. So if you need help, definitely reach out to me on Instagram, the Judge Fitness Coach, to help you support that financial sustainable plan. So let's think about things you can do right now. If you've got a goal, if you want to lose X amount of weight, if you want to put on a bit of muscle, if you want to run a marathon, why don't you set a goal? Like, why don't you set a goal for yourself to keep accountable for? Let's say you want to run a 10K run in middle of the summer. Why don't you start running? Or why don't you write smaller goals or things you want to do, more lifestyle changes? Like, I want to walk X amount of steps today, or I'm going to make sure that every single piece of every meal I have is going to have an element of vegetables in. Think about it. Have a set of goals and then be realistic with the goal. I'm not going to go with smart targets, but find a goal which is realistic. Two, monitor your progress. We gotta we gotta monitor it. How is it going? We don't want to set a goal out and then three weeks' time it's still a goal and you haven't really made anything change. So if you don't track your progress, you're never gonna be able to see if it's progressing. And you could there's various ways you can monitor progress if that's in the gym, if you're lifting heavier and you've got a logbook, um, or if you're running, you've got all these apps to, to log your distances. If you're consuming food, you may think about tracking food and all these all monitoring progress through as progression. Are you are your clothes? getting too big for you or you see measurements go down Every, there's so many different goals and there's so many different monitors of progress but you understand the point monitor your progress three is plan your workout schedule and i the reason i say that is because it's so simple to say yeah i'm going to join the gym next week and that's it and then you go to the gym you may go once and that's it if you actually plan a schedule you put it into your diary this gym is actually going to the gym is a meeting so just like you have a work meeting with your colleagues 
or a family meeting with your family. The gym meeting is a meeting with yourself that actually at this time of day, you're going to go. And even beforehand, just like any other meeting, sometimes you don't want to go. Sometimes you don't want to go to a meeting. Sometimes you don't want to see that person. Sometimes it's like, oh, not this. But with this workout schedule, you're going to feel better for afterwards for doing it. You, you, you've actually got something that you can actually feel good for doing it. That dopamine, that endorphins you receive from working out, that's kind of special. That's rare. For me, personally, a lot of people get this hit. But when I read a book, I'm for half an hour. It's really good for me. But I don't get that dopamine hit that I, I get read a book. When I work out for 30 minutes, I feel great afterwards. Well, sometimes, mostly great afterwards. Sometimes, yeah, meh, meh, and that's going to happen all the time. But most of the time, I feel good for afterwards. I wish I had that same feeling when I read a book. But being dyslexic, reading is a huge challenge for me. But I'm trying my best. Maybe that was my realistic goal. And lastly is select an activity that you enjoy. It's very easy just to run after festivals or just do really intense boot camps. And actually, do you actually enjoy it? And that's something you really need to find out is actually if you enjoy it. Because at the end of the day, if you don't enjoy it, what's the point of doing it? Like with nutrition, you can make changes solely on nutrition. Like, yes, not as much because exercise can help you burn calories, for example. But obviously exercise, you want to be able to find. The important with exercise is you want to find something that you can stay consistent with, you can enjoy and that's the main goal. Like, of course, a small change out. Strength training is going to be really helpful for you. But actually, with any exercise, there's benefits and um, drawbacks. Of course, over time, strength training is going to be really important because it's going to help you with muscle mass. And when you're older, it's going to help you be more flexible. But at the end of the day, you need to find something that you can stay consistent with at the beginning. Like, there's no point of going to the deep end if you can't, if you can't start at the beginning. So really find something, if that's cycling, if that's walking, if that's running, if that's football, if that's gymming, if that's boot camps, whatever it is. But if you actually enjoy it and you can stay consistent with, you're winning. Like a lot of people do stuff that they dread, and they but they're doing it, they wake up and they're dreading it. Whereas actually, if you can do it a few times a week and you actually enjoy it, you're you're winning. Like you are winning. Okay. And that's something really, really important to hear uh, for you to understand. I remember when I started running, I loved running. And then after two years, I was like, you know what? I'm not really enjoying it anymore. I, I still run occasionally, uh, once every few weeks, because I, I actually do enjoy it. But doing it consistently, didn't enjoy it. So I was like, okay, well, I moved to the HIIT workouts. Same again. Did it for a few years, loved it, enjoyed it. Now, never do them anymore because I just do not enjoy them at all. And that's okay. Some people enjoy them. Good for you. You do it if you enjoy it and stay consistent with. Don't listen to me. Um, don't listen to my opinion because at the end of the day, everyone's very, very different. I have clients who do hit workouts because they enjoy it. I don't do them myself because I don't enjoy it. And now with the gym, I've been doing it now for five, six years. Love it. And I can stay consistent with it. And I, I wake up looking forward to it. So I'm going to do it. At the end of the day, if that was if me, if gymming was running or cycling currently, or if it was rowing, I would 100% to be doing that because at the end of the day, consistency will win. And over time, when you're being consistent, I was consistent with running. Over time, that led me to something else. I was consistent with hit. I, I was That led me to do the gym. And that's where I found my sweet spot. And now five, six years, I do it a few times a week and I'm consistent. And a lot of people struggle with being consistent. So those are a few things. Set a realistic goal. Monitor your progress. Plan your workout schedule. Choose an exercise that you enjoy. What you don't need to do is do a crazy diet afterwards. Don't do any intense extra, extra workouts. 
because that's just going to help you go in circles and circles. And adjust along the way. I think that's the most important part of all of it. Adjust along the way. Don't work, don't think about getting everything sorted. I could give you a list of 10 things right now which give you the solution of whatever goal you have. But at the end of the day, those things may change. You need, you need to make adjustments. So just do something right now, try and do it, and adjust along the way. Because when you do it, you'll be like, oh, that works for me. Well, actually, that didn't really work for me. Let's change it. And that's the excitement about your fitness journey. So that is how to get back on track after Passover. But really, getting back on track any, anywhere is just currently today. Uh, it's during Passover. So if you listen to this in a few months' time, wherever you are, if you have gone on track, if something's happened and you need to get back on track, implement this three things. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this. I'll see you soon.